Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Suns insider Kellen Olsen joins Burns and Gambo to talk Phoenix Suns basketball. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kellen Olsen, Arizona Sports. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Valley. Uh, oh, yeah. Can you say it again? I'm Kellen. Welcome to the Valley. Nice to meet you. Courtside with Kellen. Brought to you by Southwest Gas. Committed to exceeding expectations today while innovating sustainable solutions for tomorrow. Kellen joining us in studio, our son's guru from ArizonaSports.com. Um, how many people do you reckon were following you on Twitter last night between, say, 5.45 p.m. and 6.15 p.m., give or take a minute or two, Kellen? I was sitting next to uh, Brennan Clean, who does a lot of great work on Locked On Suns, and I tweeted the video of him coming out, and I was like, over under 57 and a half replies I get to this, just in panic, and sheer panic. And it was like 45 by the time Durant came off the floor, but it was an, an under, and I felt the need to not only say it, but visualize it, that he's coming off the floor, yeah. nothing happened, everything's fine. everything's fine, so for all we know, he is going to play, nothing yeah. happened. It was such a bizarre thing. Like I had people tweeting to me earlier in the week, videos of him taking jump shots, and being like, can you tell him not to jump? Yeah, tell the basketball player yeah. not to jump. Like, hey, people hey, were... hey, it's Kellen Olsen. <laughs> Who? Kellen? I... People bigger... were losing their minds. I know. The bigger question is, do you think that you could eat crackers off of Dan Bickley's head? Oh, you saw that video? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> showed it to me yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I was I was struck by the the, yeah. the difference. In- now, poor Bickley, anyone stands next to me, they get called like 5'2". And yeah. someone replied like, I don't want to hear anyone's basketball opinion who's 5'4". It's like suddenly because I'm 6'5", I can talk about basketball and Dan can't. Like, yeah, yeah, like that has anything to do with anything. But next time you're at a game game, but we should do a stand-up together, huh? I'm a little taller than Bickley. <laughs> you so. are, you are. I'm getting a little bit taller. I'm so. joshing. Yeah. Well, it was... Um, um, in some ways, we, we've been talking about this debut all day long, and in some ways, this, this, last night kind of felt like the game we probably should have gotten in Game 1 or Game 2, and maybe because we got such a dynamic debut from Kevin Durant those first three games, we figured we were past the rough stuff and we were over the hard part, and last night was kind of a reminder that he's still a human being, and it's an awkward situation making your home debut, and the guys played, what, four basketball games in three and a half months, right? It's going to be awkward, potentially. Yeah, it's been a weird four games because of the extremes. He misses 13 total shots in those first three games combined, and he missed 13 shots last night. Like, we're going to find a middle ground there that's going to lean more towards the good than the bad, of course, but I feel confident guaranteeing that's the worst game he's going to play for the Suns the rest of the year. Like, I feel pretty confident in saying that. His standard on a night-to-night basis, Gamble, that's a point you make all the time, right, is when guys get to the star superstar level nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten they are yeah. going to play at that level, and he's a 99 out of 100 kind of guy. Like 70, 70 out of, you Everybody's going to have five to ten off games. The yeah. superstar players are going to play 65, 70 great games where they're just great. And they'll have the five to ten off games. But I learned this from a from a, a, a very good NBA executive, GM, former player. I've learned a lot about that, how you judge superstar to great to good to average players. And I'm telling you, that's the method that a lot of guys use it. How many times can this guy go out there and be great every single night? And that's why it's okay. How many times can DeAndre Ayton do that in 82 games? Right. I mean, it's not more than 20 or 25. So that's what separates like a you know a good player from a great player. It's funny how we got so hyper-focused on Kevin Durant, rightfully so, because it was his home 
debut and the pregame warm-up thing and just everything, right? Because lost in that at the end of the game was everything that we've been talking about with why this team is going to be so unstoppable on offense. Like Chris said it after the game. He talked about defense first, but then he's like, offense, I feel like we're going to get whatever we want, to be honest. Like, it's not going to be. And then the point he made later is, look, some nights it's going to be this, where it's me and DeAndre, and we're going to run the two-man game. And if you think about the spacing, it's a two-on-two with Chris Paul and DeAndre. I don't care who's guarding that. You're not going to do very well against that. And the reason why there's not more team defense involved is because Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are in the action next to those help spots where guys can't help off them. So that's something we talked about a lot at the time of the trade and reinforces a point that I've been making everywhere and I'll continue to make is that if their four best players play to their capabilities, they are going to win a championship. There is no higher ceiling that any other team has in the league. And it's I don't even think it's close, to be honest. And that's one of the reasons is because, okay, Booker and Durant don't really play all that well. And it's funny saying Booker didn't play that well. He didn't shoot the ball all that well. He got to the line and still had a pretty solid game. Durant didn't really have a good game offensively. Oh, that's fine. Chris Paul and DeAndre can just do the thing for the last six minutes of the game and win the game. That I way. don't think their three. I don't think their top three is good as Milwaukee's top three. If I, I'm adding the if, right? If Middle, I had to Middleton's pick, been great since he in the last couple games. Yeah. I would still take the Suns' big three because of, because of the big two of the big three. But I, I see what you're saying. I, Milwaukee is a huge, huge test. But again, if. If those two other guys, Chris Paul and DeAndre, play to the level, and then we expect Kevin and Devin to, of course, but if they do, no one's going to beat him. Well, and honestly, that's what that's what I thought was missing from Kevin Durant's first debut with the Suns for those three games was that that they needed to establish the two man Chris Paul DeAndre Eaton, even even for just little pockets here or there because that's such a strong weapon they can use. And so while I was discouraged at the game that Kevin Durant had, I mean not like fatally so, just. just just a little discouraged by it. I was encouraged that in the fourth quarter, that two-man game was working because I think that two-man game is going to be a very viable source of offense for them, especially with KD and Book hanging out in those spots where their defenders just are not going to be able to leave them. It's a huge advantage for them. It's, it's huge, yeah. And, and it's it's funny to see that game come up as well just because this is part of what we talked about. Like They only have a certain amount of time to figure this out. So there are going to be certain points across this run where it is going to lo- look a little bit sad offensively, but they were still able to win this game against a team defensively that is pretty well suited to defend them. Book said it last night, like, not many teams have two really good perimeter defenders like they do. Jaden McDaniels is maybe going to make an all-defense team this year, and Anthony Edwards will make one for the rest of his career if he decides he wants to, because we saw it earlier in the year when he was guarding Book here, how tremendous he is defensively. It's just a matter of him figuring out that offense-defense balance in the part of his game, and then you've got Rudy Gobert clogging up the paint, so... Well, the refs had it out for Minnesota last night. It was obvious... (laughs) I mean, they just uh, think every call went the sun's way. (laughs) That shoe was on the other foot. You're not going to get baited into a referee conversation, Kellen? I want to have a Rudy Gobert conversation. That's what I don't want to have. I'll have a Nas Reed conversation. You kidding me? I won't have a Rudy Gobert conversation. Nas, Nas Reed is good. Yeah, he's going to be a, he's he's a free, a free agent. agent. Yeah. He's a free agent. There's a smart team that is going to pay him, and they are going to wind up looking really, really wise and giving him money. Yeah. Monty called him a starter pregame. Like he's a, he's a big, Minnesota's a good team. That's, that's the point there. Minnesota's Wait. a pretty good team, and they played pretty well defensively, and it just wasn't enough cohesion for them on the other end to be able to offset it getting to that six-minute stretch where the Suns dominated. Don't want to spend a lot of time in this because we're going to talk about this in the 4 o'clock hour, but just give me your thoughts on how Monty used the bench. I mean, it's clear now um, after these last few games, you could kind of see the direction that he's headed towards for the playoffs. So Craig is the guy that's like, 
lathered in cement and concrete. Like he's 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 the guy that's coming off first as the wing, and then there is going to be <laughs> one guy that's a backup center if they choose to play a backup center. We'll see if they start to How play. How do you not go biz? Some small ball five. Maybe it'll be biz. Maybe it'll be Jock, depending on the matchup. Jock's played some really good basketball this year. Biz has as well, <clears throat> and then <clears throat> at backup point guard. That's where campaign gets in, but as he said on your show earlier in the week, he might play seven minutes some nights, and then other nights he might play 25. Like It's really uncertain with him. And then there's the other two spots. There's a wing spot there, and then there's more of a forward spot there. TJ Warren and Terrence Ross are getting it for now, uh, but I could see Ish Wainwright getting the nods certain nights. His defensive versatility is a huge plus. I could see Landry Shamick getting those nods some nights because of his defense. If you're looking at the offense defense and in those little rotations, there was a really clever thing that Monty did is that when those lineups came back in at the start of the second and the fourth quarters with Kevin Durant on the floor, Torrey Craig was back out there in place of TJ Warren. So TJ Warren was in and then he came back out. And then when Kevin came out, TJ came back in. So it's like those, that delicate balance of too much offense, too much defense. He's trying to figure it out. And I thought he did a pretty good job of it last night. Yeah, it, it it's feels like it's going to be it, it's something to watch. I mean, it, it's I don't know if it's the main thing to watch. I think how the big four kind of gel and work together is the most important thing. But but we've spent a lot of time talking about it. We are going to spend a lot of time talking about it today. Just the different bodies and the different it, it almost feels like a, a an audition that's going on out there almost on a nightly basis where, you know, for a week it was all Landry and then it was all TJ and for a week it was no Ish and then Ish was back and now Ish is gone, right? I mean, just trying lots of different guys on for size right now, it feels like, in the dressing room. Yeah, and the one thing Warren and Ross have all over all those guys is they have the capability to really, really swing a game and we've seen that in the last week with how they've played but if Ross and Warren play in the rotation in the first round, one of them is going to have one of those 13, 15, 17 point games off the bench. It winds up being a difference in the game and that's the type of capability that they have and the reason why I believe that Monty has been looking to play them a lot more. Amazed like we are just uh, about James Jones's faith in Cameron Payne. For years, we've been talking about every point guard that the point guard that comes on the market, whether the Sun should go get him, and they've resisted the temptation. He loves campaign. Cam has played. Cam played well last night. He played well in the last game. He's starting to reward the faith in him. For sure, yeah. I think coming into this season, uh, that was the the point in the faith where it was it was a bit uh, alarming, I guess, if that's the right word that I'm looking for, just because of the year that Payne had last year and how the postseason ended for him. Like that was just an absolute roller coaster for him through those games and midway through the Dallas series, he gets put on the bench, uh, and then this year they they kind of just still entrust him a bit. And they're looking at other guard options as well, but still uh, gave him that ball. And and the interesting thing about the post Durant trade kind of land landscape is we talked about how much of an X-Factor he is now, much of an X-Factor Landry Shamit is. Uh, by the time the first round rolls around, Kevin Durant's playing 40 minutes, Booker's playing 40 minutes, Paul's playing 36-38. Like, those guys aren't even going to play that much anyway. So, especially with the dynamics of the ball handler and how Durant can come in and just run the offense when he comes in, you don't need someone else to run it for him. It, he doesn't become as important now as well. Everything Kellen does can be found at ArizonaSports.com when it comes to covering the Suns, including the Empire of the Suns podcast. All the writings about the Suns, you can find it at ArizonaSports.com. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys.